Huskies versus the Texas Longhorns in the Sugar Bowl to figure out who will be facing the winner of Alabama versus Michigan. When you look at both teams, both teams are loaded. Both teams are really good, especially the Huskies, because the Huskies, they had by far the best offense in all college football, especially their passing offense, which averaged 343 passing yards per play with having guys like Michael Penick Jr., who was the hybrid runner-up, to Jaden Dance of LSU, who had an amazing year as well. You have Romeo Odessa, who was his favorite target by far. He is going to be an amazing receiver in the league. You also have receiver two, Jalen Polk, and then you had Jalen McMillan as well, who actually had a 1,000 yards. Yeah, you. So they have by far arguably the best receiving core in all of college football. The only thing you could argue is that Ohio State's receiving court. That's it. Outside of that, they by far had the best one in the nation. You also had Jack Otarius as well. He was also probably a really solid role for Michael Penix Jr. And then you had Dylan Johnson having the run game unlocked for the Huskies, who actually had some really big games this season and had over 1,000 rushing yards. And also, granted, the Huskies played against a lot of competition, especially in their old conference. I mean, they had to go against the Oregon Ducks twice. First time they went against them home, which was a shootout. And then after that, they played them in the Pac-12 championship game, which was an absolute barn, which was absolutely a really good game in which Washington ended up getting the win. And they had to go up against Bo Nixon, who was a Heisman contender. And after that, they played USC, which was also a really good, entertaining game down the stretch with Taylor Williams, who was one top five quarterback in all of college football and was also a Heisman runner-up. Then they had to go up against Utah with their loaded defense. They had to go up against them. And then also had the fact that they had to go up against Oregon State with DJ Ogilavi as well. I may pronounce his last name wrong. Cool. Today committed to Florida State. That's actually going to be a really good fit for him, though, at Florida State. So it's going to be interesting how he does for the Seminoles and the ACC. So by far, Washington played the much harder teams if you look at their schedule. Now, as for Texas, this is their year by far. This is one of the best seasons they had in... God knows how long, in over a decade. Now, last time during the CFL playoffs, it was in 2009. It was in the Blues, Alabama. However, same thing with Washington, because last time Washington was in, it was in 2016. However, they got destroyed by Bama in that one, right? And when you look at Texas, by far their biggest win was against Alabama, who was on a 29-game winning streak going into that matchup, in which Quinn Ewers, he played really, really good in that game. Outside of that, they did have a really bad loss in the Red River shootout against Oklahoma, which was a tough loss. I'm not going to lie. It was tough. I thought they really had that game, but no, oh, they didn't. They, Oklahoma just got them out of there, you know? It was a good game, though. I will say that. And when you look at the weapons they got for the Texas Longhorns, they got weapons. Quinn Ewers, when healthy, is one of the best quarterbacks in the nation by far. You also had Jonathan Brooks, who unfortunately is out for the season. I believe had ACL injury. But when he was healthy, he was playing really good. He was playing, doing great in the run game, setting up the pass for the Longhorns. However, you also had other guys who replaced his production. Yes, CJ Baxter, he stepped up as a true freshman. You had Jaden Blue, Kellen Robinson, those guys, they stepped up very huge. And keep this in mind, CJ Baxter was a true freshman. And the guys I mentioned, they all stepped up to replace production from Jonathan Brooks because 
that's a huge loss because Jonathan Brooks was one of the best running backs in all college football pre-injury. But outside of that, they have weapons too. You have Xavier Worthy, who was really good as a receiver. A.D. Mitchell, and I believe A.D. Mitchell was a transfer from Georgia. He was a transfer from Georgia in which he played really well. He actually did well for the Longhorns. And then you had tight end Jontavius Sanders, who don't show in the stack sheet. don't show his entire impact, but I do like him a lot. And I feel like he's going to be good once he gets to the NFL. I do like this tape a lot. He actually has a lot of attributes I really like from him. And what they need to do is, right, they need to get the run game involved. Because if they could get that run game involved, it could set up Queen Ewers to involve in the passing game. Set up the play action. And which, honestly, I can see Texas take full advantage of it. Because when you look at Washington, right, one of the cons of Washington is that they have no defense. All offense, but no defense. And they haven't been good in the, in the secondary. They really haven't been. So that's what Texas needs to do. Also, they need to get the red zone rolls out the way as well. Because their red zone offense been up and down it has been it has been inconsistent to my liking for the most part but that's what they need to do and as for Washington as for Washington as I mentioned get the run involved get Dylan Johnson involved yeah 1k he was a transfer get him involved early in this game to take off some slack from Mike for Michael Penix Jr. run defense must pick it up as well that's what they need to do but here's the thing one of the things that I'll say who well, I'll say about this game is that this will be a shootout because you got two high-powered offenses. However, Texas defense is really good. Their secondary, I do like the secondary. Their pass rush units should give them issues. However, I just got Washington in this game. And the reason why I say that is because Michael Penix Jr., he's by far been better than Quinn Ewers. And also, adding the fact that when you need Michael Penix Jr. to show up and step up when needed to, he has done that. Like against Oregon, like against USC, he has done that multiple on multiple occasions against good teams. When we see him inside the regular season, we have seen him stepped up when needed to. He showed up, so I'm going with Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies. Still shade through Texas. I do like their journey. They're a really good football team. But with that being said, I got Washington. We'll be close, but Washington got this in the back. That being said, that's just. My thoughts on it, and I can't really for this game, honestly. It's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be a shootout, and may the best team wins. But with that being said, I'm going with Michael Pangs Jr. and the Washington Huskies because when it matters most, they're going to show up and deliver.